0: Welcome to the Art Friend Show. Here's an artist you met before. She's back for a second interview. Hi, my name is Anamika, and this is a 100-day project where I'm going live every day to workshop the concept of an Art Friend Show where we make friends with our creativity and each other. And today's guest is Corinna Buchholz of Pitix, And she was one of my first guests, and offered another topic, which I think is going to be so valuable. So she's going to share 30 ways that she has made money with her art business thus far. Without further ado, I'm going to invite her to join us live here. Ta-da! Hello! Hi! This is amazing. We have so much to cover, so I would love Bida, just for anyone who's meeting you for the first time, can you say your full name and where you live and just a nutshell of what you make before we launch into this amazing share? My name is Karina Buckholtz from PIDICS Archives. I have a degree in history and communications.
1: I travel around the country, actually around the world, and I go to different archives and I scan vintage ephemera. Um, And then I bring it back and I research copyright and make it into items that end up on products. Um, Wall art and greeting cards and all kinds of fabric, um, that kind of stuff. And I've been doing this for 17 years now, which is easy to remember because I started when I was on maternity leave with my first son. Um, I was working at a nonprofit. And I remember when I first started, um, I was like, I wish somebody would just tell me, this is how you make money. Or if you just did posters, like, because I was working like, I don't know, all the time, you know, like 60 hours a week. And I was making probably like $25,000 a year, um, which is like pennies, but it was enough money to live on. Um, and now I finally, I had this business plan that I was like, my goal is to make $50,000 a year gross um, while only working 10 hours a week. And I finally met it wow. um, last wow. year. And so I thought it would be fun to um, kind of share the, like, 30 of the things that I came up with off the top of my head of, like, ways I made money and ways I tried to make money and kind of what worked and what didn't.
0: Dude, thank you. This is the juice. This is, like, what we need to know. It's, it's the kind of thing that, you know, among close friends, we know, I know the major income streams of, of, of my closest Friends who have art businesses, but online in our public presence, you know, it's such a mystery and especially I just so appreciate you deciding to open up about this. So without further ado, would you please share with us 30 ways you have made money in your art career All business? right. Um, these are in no particular order. Um, we sell rocks at Crafty
1: Wonderland. My boys get rocks from the Mount Hood Rock Club and cut them in half and make bookends. And they make about $1,500 every, this is net, not gross. Every time they do a show, Crafty Wonderland, which is like a winter crafty show. um, And then they put it all in the bank. And then over the year, they're like, I want to buy this Lego set. And then it's like their money to keep track of. Um, So they were very sad when they learned the difference between gross and net, because there's a high amount of uh, expenses, but they still come out enough For, you know, a teenager or my oldest started when he was like seven, I think. So plenty of money for a kid to take care of for the year. So that was awesome. Um, Cool. There was a website called Mm fab.com that used to do like um, uh, flash sales of printable items. Uh-huh. And so i had heard like oh yeah it'll make ten thousand dollars no problem you just so i got a printer and paper and it was a real pain in the behind mm-hmm. and i made three thousand four hundred and forty one dollars gross off of two sales it was weeks and weeks of work and probably two thousand dollars in supplies oh my God. so i think the website's gone now um but it, i don't know if it was worth it or not. But it, but I didn't lose money. Um, Etsy digital collage sheets. Um, I started there in 2007. Between 2010 and 2015, I made between 10 and 20 thousand dollars a year. That was printable sheets, um, three bucks a pop. Um, so that's a lot of collage sheets. I was one of the top five sellers wow. forever. But the- Total, if you look at it, um, because starting in 2016, I swapped over um, to something a little more lucrative, um, was $71,914 kind of over time. The trick with that one is that, like, toward the end, I wasn't doing anything, but I'd make a couple thousand dollars a year. But it was a lot of hand-holding because that audience aren't digital folks Mm. um, necessarily. They're crafters. And so, at least at the time, if you send somebody a PDF and they try to open it up on their phone and they're like, it's not printing, what's going on? So, um, a lot of hand-holding per hour. um, You have, you know, like a $3 sheet and you would spend like an hour with Um, them and you're like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I left there in 2020. You Um, left Etsy in 2020? I left Etsy in 2020 during the pandemic because I was just like, I don't have time. I have two kids at home. Yeah. Um, and so in that case, it was a uh, case of um, not of too much time spent for the, the amount coming back. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah totally. Because you'd have to like be like, oh, well, you know, this didn't arrive or this didn't didn't do this and that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, I think there's probably room on Etsy, but Etsy's is a lot different now. A lot of um, And even folks, I'm part of a group called Full Time Etsy Crafters Groups. Most folks who were on there, who were making, I mean, honestly, up to a million dollars on Etsy, um, have swapped over to Amazon Handmade. Yeah, Um, yeah. And they might leave stuff up on Etsy if they have it, Um, but it's uh, it changed a lot. Changed. Um, You could still happen if you wanted to, of course, but uh, but not the time for me wasn't worth it anymore. But for many years, for five years, it was the main source of my income.
0: Wow. This is so valuable. This is so, I want to do a similar thing looking back over 10 years. Right? And so you're so like, valuable. oh my God,
1: like I remember that and that was miserable. Or, oh yeah, that was super fun and I made a
0: dollar. I remember making those judgment calls and being like, this is not like the time versus income versus trade-off. Yeah, this is amazing. Please keep going. Uh,
1: I also did an Etsy shop called printables, like printable downloads mm-hmm. of wall art. Um, I didn't put a whole lot of time into that, but I made $773 in a year, um, which was fine, but not necessarily worth it because I don't like to send out my big images. And so that means those large images are out in the world yeah. versus the claw sheets are little teeny tiny ah,
0: ones. Yeah. I like to,
1: sell, to save the large ones for somebody who's going to do like
0: $3,000 versus $5. Totally. Um,
1: referrals have you ever thought about doing affiliate links um um,
0: i i have
1: i i yeah how's that going zero (laughs) um (laughs) the only time i made like probably fifteen hundred dollars was a website had a glitch where everybody i sent them if they downloaded this like free sixty dollar set but it was free yeah um as a sample like i got like five bucks each time oh wow um, and I emailed them, and I was like, "Hey, it's still giving me money even if they're free." And they're like, "No, it's not." I'm like, "Yes, it is." They're like, "No, it's not." A lot. Like, okay. That's amazing. So, but yes, all the other. So that was fabulous, and I needed the money, and I was like, "Thank you." And I told everybody, and they're like, "No, it's fine." Um, but yeah, referral links, like, "Hey, buy my paint, buy my paintbrush." Um, yeah, has it worked for me? And I would say almost, almost everything. It's the trick. It's like did I put five hours in it or did I put 50,000 hours in it? Totally. So like yeah. The affiliate link, I put two up and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: we'll see. Are and you talking, talking about like Amazon affiliate? Yes. I actually did set that up and I guess I made, you know, maybe like at the most ever $20 payout from that. Yep. <laughs> it's like one of those things I forget about, but it's still there. Or society six is an mm-hmm. example of that. You'll get to this. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They're definitely yeah, exactly. awesome. sort of real engine in my business yeah
1: and somebody Mm -hmm. could make it work but it's kind of where your heart is also yeah um i did craft fairs with jewelry like Mm -hmm. super simple like bracelets necklaces and earrings like Mm -hmm. little drop earrings um and it was great because i'd go down to like first thursday on the street and i'd make 200 bucks in an hour or two and i'd be like great there's 200 bucks i can pay you know i can feed myself um and same with, and about $1,000 each Christmas um, net um, for a couple of years um, mm-hmm. when I had little kids. Um, so yeah. yeah, and it was, it's, it's a lot of this is like something you can do when you're like kids are asleep. Um, all right, licensing is my bread and butter at the moment. I work with Jewel Branding is my agency. Um, I started in 2011 for the first 10 years um, and there's two items on here that I can't tell the exact numbers because yeah. part of the contract is like, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but I would say in general, licensing be- for the first 10 years from 2011 to 2020, 2019, it was between a third and half of my income. So it would be enough to pay for like six months of a mortgage kind of a thing. So nothing you could live on, yeah. but you know, a third to a half of my income um, mm-hmm. at the time. In the last couple of years, it's popped up a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I, I could live on it like very, very frugally, (laughs) but I could live on it. Um, and I think my agency has gotten a lot bigger. I've been with them the whole time. You know, every year you make more art and you put it up. Um, the great thing about licensing is, um, my goodness, the last year I, there was about six months where I had some health issues, so I couldn't work at all and you still get paid. Um, you know, eighteen months later, kind of a thing. Yeah, um, you can work an hour on something and send it, and it might be a dollar, and it might be fifteen thousand wow. um, yeah. dollars. Even the different items, like um, wall art, could from the same company. I have one company that did wall art where um, one set of images that they thought would do great, I made a hundred dollars. The other set of images, I've been making, you know, several thousand dollars every quarter. Huh. So it's just consistency showing up and all that, but also kind of random, like, yeah. you're like this is gonna be the best and it isn't, or, oh, we'll see what happens and it's great. So Amazing. Um, But yeah, licensing is most of my income at the moment. Um, at the same time, um, licensing on my own, like people would contact me, like a, um, I started with a calendar company and they contacted me and I was like, okay, how about $5 an image? So I'm horrible at pricing myself okay. because the first calendar I did, I think I charged them $5 an image. The one that the first one that came to me and I sent to my agent, she was able to negotiate something a hundred times more. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, for me, most agents take between 35 and 50%. Um, and for me, it's super worth it because I don't have to do with any of that.
0: That's amazing. That's a really, really great insight right there because you know there, there are artists who are super good at upholding, upholding pricing that can support their entire business and lifestyle. And there are some artists, myself included, at different points in my career where I have just completely undersold. And so in order to have that representation, it's completely worth the commission because they're, they're advocating on your behalf.
1: I would think that's especially true for like paintings, like art, like physical art, like yeah. you see, fabulous paintings for twenty bucks, and fabulous paintings for twenty thousand dollars, and sometimes there's no
0: difference. There's no. I kid you not. People pay me for mentoring just to have me help them quadruple or double their prices. Like, I just, I just give that one lesson, and we break it down, and it's like, <laughs> we just need each other. Right. Each other. Don't be lonely under underpricing. Yes. Yes. Um, once upon a time,
1: I, I um. And I have I have a lot of uh uh kind of medical things that I have to deal with. So once for about six months I couldn't get on the computer, different time. And wow. um so I went and I charged scooters. Like you know, the e scooters. Yeah. I was like, my brain wasn't working, I couldn't sign my name, I couldn't like like it wasn't fun that part it was like a stroke. That part of the brain wasn't functioning, but I could drive. I was like, Okay, wow. I then um, I I'm somebody who has to keep busy, and we needed money, so I was like, "I'm going to charge scooters." I will go get them at nine o'clock at night. I'll pick them up off the street. I'll put them in the car. Mm-hmm. I'll drive them home. You have to charge them, and then at four in the morning, you have to drive them out on the street. Wow! It was the worst job. It was the worst job ever. Like <laughs> never do it. If you, if I mean, you get money right away. You get like five bucks a scooter. I made eight hundred and eighty-one dollars in a month. Oh my god! And then my brain started working again, so I was able to like get back to other things. Right. Wow. Yeah. It is. It's kind of like if, like Instacard or a, um, like, a gig. A gig. Um, exactly. Like driving folks. Um, so I know some. People, a lot of people have tried it. And, um, yeah. and maybe it works for you. Um, for me, it was. It was horrible. I'm not a morning person. Um, wow.
0: Apparently. Wow. And thank you for revealing that you did that, and that also your business has, has like, cycled around your health whatever is going on in your life, you're, you started it with your first child, mm-hmm. you've had significant health things. There's, there's so much there also in self-employment, right? Because we are also our own provider of medical leave, Brakes. of health insurance, of time off, or all of that stuff. And, and there is no
1: unemployment. There was during COVID, but normally, like, right? You don't have oh, a gig yeah. for a couple of weeks. There is no money coming in.
0: Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it can be. You are amazing. Oh. This is just so rich uh, thank you
1: this is the um the most money i make per year on a consistent basis for the last 20 years you want to yes. guess what it is it's yeah. not phantas and birds <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah right what is it, what is it?
1: What is um it? my house oh how so um we have like Our first house we bought for $130,000. We sold it the next year for $167. Then we bought another house for $300. And then we sold that for $360. So we're on house number four. And because I have the flexibility to work, especially before kids, um, less so now, but um, you know, you paint some rooms and you just wait. And in Portland, luckily, if you own your house, it tends to go up. Um, But my house goes up in value, whatever I meant, about $20,000 a year and has for the last almost 20 years. So that's our, um, you know, that's my contribution to uh, like retirement funds and, you know, wow, whatever. Improving your house. Yeah. So, and well, and just buying it, like our last house, um, we lived in for 10 years and did nothing. Um, so just, we got really lucky on the. Um, you know, paying the mortgage and tax write-offs, but also just going up in value. Um, yeah. Yeah. In part because I have the flexibility. Um, so that was, that's a big one. You um, mm-hmm. tend to, like, like, when you're an artist, you might not think, like, well, I'm also contributing by, like, making the food or um, paying for the health insurance or not paying for, you know, whatever it is that you are also working on that might not pay. Um, mm-hmm. is uh, is a big one, I think, in a lot of ways. You kind of have to be like, okay, well, I only made this much money, but I also did all these other things Um,
0: completely. Or have the flexibility to, um, I don't know about you, but take the kid if the Mm -hmm. school closes. Or do the, you know, somebody's (laughs) got the samples. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we could definitely go on a whole another talk about all the ways that we contribute value that are non-monetary, which I think is really intersectional with being community builders and, and art, and, art for art. sake. It's and, like, all right, well, who's? We to talk the, about kids, yeah,
1: um, and the value of you know mm-hmm. homework versus working you know in an office or whatever. So yeah,
0: yeah. Being raised mostly, like my mom had um, full custody of us, and she was a, a self-employed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So a parent, and then I had a stepdad who helped raise us really hands-on. Um, We have lots of parents. Hello to my parents. My parents watch these. Hi. But the thought of of her value of having the flexibility through her self-employment has, you know, I see that now as a a mother as well. For sure. Yeah. All
1: right. Um, Creative market. I think Mm -hmm. this is a fabulous one. Um, I have my art that I license, and then I have a very special category of art that I only sell on creative market. So okay. for example, if you, if you don't want to like water down your price mm-hmm. by putting up like, you know, big, huge printable art or something like that, you can yeah. do font, like fonts sell really, really well on creative market. And if cool. you're, um, I make a, a gross to do about $5,000 a year. I made, I started in 2015 that's when I made almost all of them. It took me a couple of months and I barely touch it. What? And so, um, last year was less, um, last year was only 3,500.
0: Um, now. but yeah, dude, I, make, I want you to show me how I want to make a font out of my daughter's lettering right now right? and just put it straight into her Oregon college savings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want, yeah. seriously. Can we make that happen?
1: I don't know how many months, but I'm, <laughs> what I do is I have like a very specific, I only do, um, my, mostly my, my 1950s oh. stuff and I do it at a, um, and lower res, but I, but I keep them completely separate. So yeah. that if like Trader Joe's is like, I want this image. I don't say go buy it for $10. I say, go to the really nice ones that are hot. It's still, it's the same quality. It's the same, like same, I don't put crappy stuff on there. Okay. It's, it's still good stuff. Yeah but it's completely separate. Um, So like fonts would be something for me. I do my 1950s, um, like pin up housewife kind of housewife kind of stuff is what I put on creative market. Uh Um, And things like, um, like, Oh, I'll take a piece of paper and I'll rip it into like 20 different pieces. Uh Uh And then I'll put it, like I sell that. Um, And somebody found me on there and like a, this is one of them. Um, I can't say what company it was, but it was huge, like Apple, like, like a big, big, big company. And they paid me $2,000 for a piece of paper that was ripped into 15 pieces. And then, you know, in Photoshop, I had like taken out the background and somebody's going to be able to use that to like collage and they don't have to do that themselves. And I did the copyright and all that. Um, but that's, that's how they found me was
0: the, um, was creative. So cool. yeah. Wow. That's so cool. All right. All right.
1: Um, I buy paintings on Goodwill at, and I sell them on Craigslist. I buy them for 4 bucks. I sell them for $200. What? Um, there's some gorgeous paintings yeah. at the Goodwill that are going away. I sell stuff at, Ho- like, Hootenanny and local consignment shops. Like, my son's like, hey, I want some clothes. I'm like, great, let's go get some at Goodwill and wash them. And then we'll sell them at Buffalo Exchange. And then he gets all the money. Um, I sell random stuff on eBay. Like, most of the random stuff that I do, like, the, t- the $300 a year kind of stuff, like, um, Do you ever go to Safeway or Albertsons and they have the little, like, Monopoly um, tickets that you get, like, in May? Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, so you get these little tickets. You can sell those on eBay, um, like, 50 cents each. And so it's, like, a couple hundred. Like, so many of these things are, like, little tiny, like, $300 here, $200 here. And sometimes, especially when I was starting out, like, that was super, like, awesome. It's like, okay, like, for $200, we can go, like, on vacation for the weekend. Yeah. We can do, like... We can have i don't know whatever you can amazing birthday parties um yeah i had my own website for three years i made forty two hundred dollars so not much for the amount of effort Mm -hmm. but not not nothing and that was selling digital downloads Mm -hmm. um i had a wholesale line of printed collage sheets so think it's similar to greeting cards like somebody wanted to go to greeting cards I made about uh, twenty four thousand seven hundred and sixty six dollars over five years, so about five thousand dollars a year that was gross. That was a huge um not something I would do again because i'm not it wasn't fun and it was a lot of work. but for somebody who likes um, likes it, it is totally possible to make um a good living yeah um I side hustle with graphic design gigs like people always ask me, Hey, can you design you know my kid's birthday card' kind of yeah. stuff. Um, I almost never do it unless I'm really, really bored. Um, and it's $10, $20. The most, I did have a $3,000 one, um, where somebody wanted some specific stuff that was a little bit of time and a lot of money. Um, but, yeah. uh, but that's another gig. there. know we're running out of time.
0: Um, you're doing great. You're doing great. If we go five minutes over, I'll be fine. I'm teaching a painting class, which is why so Karina cool. is going. Yeah. But I have a little bit of padding on either side, so please take a deep breath. What you are sharing is a treasure trove. I'm going to listen back to this. There are 30 different ways that you have been supporting yourself and your family, and being a full-time artist. And it's so amazing to pull back the curtain and see how diversified you are. And and thank you for being so transparent. Well, sometimes
1: and it is. It's like when you get paid quarterly in licensing. Mm-hmm. There were years I had to realize I had to really get good at realizing like oh every November that quarter is going to be lower yeah and then so like that's when I need to do um and that's when the next one I did um subscriptions
0: mm-hmm.
1: where um I'd get like a hundred folks and I would send them daily collage sheets to daily digital cool. downloads um, yeah and the fabulous thing about subscriptions is um, you, know, you get a hundred people at uh, twenty bucks a pop. Um, if you keep doing it every month, I did it wrong. I did it like I do it for a month and then I would, the next year I would do it for a month and the next year I would do it for a month oh. and then I would stop. Uh-huh. Um, but if you could do it on a consistent basis, like an extra couple thousand dollars a month. Um, that is like it's a nice, yeah. Like, yeah, like not, not padding, but like, like, like kind of the, the um, comfort. It's a nice comfort.
0: I find predictability um, right. to be one of the more elusive things in, in self-employment. And so to have, you know, if we're, you're talking really beautifully, um, from experience about your annual income from each of these projects, but the way that the world works, especially when we're living, you know, month to month, more close to our income earning is, you know, we traditional jobs pay bi-weekly or monthly. Mm-hmm. And so we're in this, kind of zone where having any sense of predictability month by month, I think just, just soothes that kind of Mm -hmm. scarcity mindset and I know my totally changed when I started teaching year round and I had people subscribe for 99 a month. I'm about to do that again because I need that sense of security and predictability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also did way too much. (laughs) That's why I only did it
1: once per month is I sent like at least a brand new sheet every day. And I think yeah. I could have done the same thing with doing it once a week or twice a yeah. week or some you know something more sustainable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, uh, does you there's um, if you do something like fonts or textures or background, like textures is great on Creative Market. Um, there's other sites like Design Cuts and Deal Jumbo um, that'll do a package deal. And uh-huh. so they'll get like 15 artists and put them together and then sell it for two weeks for $30 instead of $300. Oh, wow. um, Those can be pretty sweet. Um, I can't say specifically which each one, but I've made about $10,000, a nice um, total. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nice thing about that is you take exactly what you already made on Creative Market and you let them sell it for two weeks um, and you get it. And not as much as it used to be, but still like a, a, enough enough for especially for the amount of work like for like an hour or two of work um of like kind of communicating and getting it ready for them Mm -hmm. is fabulous um i once sold moss on facebook marketplace Uh we live in portland my house had a lot of moss i'm like hey anybody want a bag of moss and i was selling them for like 10 20 bucks a pop so you're like great um one thing I've learned, um, there's a lot of random website startups that'll contact me and like, hey, we're starting the next Creative Market or the next Etsy or right. the next yeah. pattern blank. Yeah. Not one has worked. Okay. Um, yeah. I've come in not at the beginning of something, like Etsy, I was number, I think I told you, like 44,000. Mm-hmm. So there was already 44,000 people on there. Um, creative Market didn't have a ton, but had, you know, It looked good. It wasn't like, Hey, we're just starting out. We want you to be at the front. And sometimes it's great to be at the front, but for the most part, every single one has gone away.
0: Um, It's kind of like a lot of work and then no payoff. They do teaching websites too. Okay. Reviewed one for a client because she's being approached to create a class for them. Mm I was like, sure. If you retain all the rights in it, forms a container for you to actually get the class, then it could be valuable, but absolutely don't create a, you know, a bespoke, like you sell all your rights to a class for a website that has no traction and no audience. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> I think you can get sucked right. in when
1: somebody has a great personality and like excitement about their product. Yeah, like, no, This is going to be the next Skillshare, domestica, come on in, create a bug, whatever it is.
0: Like, this is it gonna be- might be, right? It might be. It right. might but, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm.
1: And for some, it might be great. For me, it has mm-hmm. never paid off. yeah um, I made $0 on Instagram Reels. I thought I was going to make 10. I made zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I made $42.92 on spoon flour, which I'm super excited about because um, I had never made patterns before. So that's been basically my excuse to learn how to make
0: patterns. Cool. So every cool. time
1: 30 cents comes in, I'm like,
0: somebody bought something I made that's a pattern. Wait, um, see how much that lights you up, uh, there's also this kind of right and it eight hundred dollars yep. on
1: those miserable scooters, and I made forty bucks on spoonflower and It was so fun I hear
0: you. um I hear you. So
1: that's a lot of it yeah. um I've got three more, yeah fifty dollars on zazzle forty eight dollars and fifty six cents put something up there ten years ago, and it just keeps it's like a Alice in Wonderland images. So who knows it keeps selling um but I never cash out, so it's just sitting there because um, then they subtract a dollar a month so it like never goes oh it never goes up um I made 30 bucks as a secret shopper um, really yep for my bank I did like go in and pretend to like ask about a loan that was also a pain in the behind yeah um, and then the one that kind of along with my house this is the last one um to kind of finish up like you wouldn't necessarily think that your house or like the ability to like cook and like make more money, um, um, like not eating out or whatever would benefit. But one of my huge things that I'm able to do because I spend time on it and less time on my art is um, just basically kind of get free stuff, <laughs> like travel. So yeah. like, you know, use the points, use the miles. If there's a class that I really, really want to take, I might say, hey. Um, I don't have the money right now. Um, would you want, um, you know, somebody to come and talk about copyright or somebody to come and talk about something or, you know, these yeah. textures, if I send you these textures. So mm-hmm. kind of, um, going through the world with the ability to, um, to live in
0: a way that doesn't cost a whole lot of money as much as yeah. possible. And you're, you're. Re- really owning your value and all of your different offerings and skills and offering those, like instead of going and making money and paying taxes and doing that, and then getting that thing, you're also doing a barter system where you're offering the value of your skills for something that you directly want. And so, is super- sometimes it works
1: and sometimes it doesn't. Um, mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, it's, um, yeah, I,
1: I, I, I sent, I, you know, $50,000 for some people, is a tiny amount um of of money and for other people if you told them like you can work 10 hours a week and make art they'd be like
0: yes sign me up how do i do this so yes i mean it's pretty fabulous that's amazing karina thank you so much for 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 being taking ownership of your path and of all of the ways that you have bound to use your art and use your skill set to turn it into products and do services and do all of these things. And it is so inspiring because what it basically does is says it is possible, right? It is possible to build this life and to find a way. And I love that you've also trimmed it to 10 hours a week working on your business and, and, and like very consciously that seems like a maturation of the way you're running your business after trying some more time intensive things. And that's a quality of life. It just presents such a different possibility than the nine to five capitalistic, like whatever that we're in and shows like how being an artist can, can give you a, a, a richness and a, a life lived on your own terms. Do you see what's, I know you need to run out, but what's your next, like, income stream? Me? Uh Oh, definitely teaching every month. I love teaching. I, it it just, I love talking to people and, and being with them in their process. So my dream is to have, like, a master class every month that's live, that's intimate, where we actually know each other, that pays me well enough to, you know, to do it abundantly mm-hmm. for a long, long time. And then to build those classes into a membership mm-hmm. area where I can sell them single classes. People could buy them a la carte or they can just pay for a membership to have access to everything I've taught so far. I have so much curriculum already mm-hmm. from teaching for the last six years online. Um. So my, yeah, my dream is really to just like tend to my people year round and have that be my business in exchange um and then the next thing I'm doing with paintings is like working really large laying out on my belly in the forest and drawing with the oil sticks and that's really expensive Mm -hmm. to produce that type of fine art but those are going to be like those are going to be my own personal body of work and I would love 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 those to end up you know, in collaboration with companies, like free-range equipment, like putting them back out into the mountains on gear with people or, you know, that um, idea of starting to develop assets in terms of licensing that continue to pay off without me really thinking about mm-hmm. them. That sounds great. But where I really, where I come alive most is, is mm-hmm. teaching right now in my career. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So, oh my gosh, it's so fun to talk to you. What about you? What's, what's your next, do you have like another idea you want to try or are you just like, dude, I figured it out. I love what I'm doing.
1: I am working on, um, my, my, my word for the year is balance. Yeah. Um, in a, um, in a health way. Like I need, if I do the 47 things I need to do, if I do like Water, sleeping, you know. swimming, yoga. If I do all yeah. exactly forty-seven of them, then yeah. my body's like, I think I'm almost fifty, so my body's like, okay, that is how much we need. Yeah. Um, I can't stay up till three in the morning and get up at six in the morning anymore. Um, yeah. So that's that's me. Yeah. Um, and yes. Um, and then yeah, keep keep on. I um, maybe because it's I have hippie parents. I always like just like ride the line of I I don't want to make more like mm. I' want to make just as okay. much as I need so that I have all this other time so I've always mm-hmm. had that kind of um, I don't have an abundancy mindset I have mm-hmm. a minimal
0: yeah. mindset um, right, control. Control. like a really stewarding and frugal let's keep talking about this let's go on a walk and talk about this because okay. yeah they're all a, they're all a skill set right there's no right or wrong mm-hmm. but it it is fun to play in possibility for sure. I also have uh, autoimmune and I have to do like a lot of things to take care of myself. And sometimes it feels like that's the job that doesn't pay, but it pays because we get to be here. Right. Right. And, and so the self-employment and art making, like making those the best fit and the, everyone that's a really individual process of like For you, it's all digital downloads. For me, it's been a lot of teaching and painting. It's this sense of like finding the way that the whole system works. Thank you for sharing yours. Okay, I'm gonna- Thank you. And then I'll write the caption in like four hours after I'm done teaching. Okay? Uh Okay. Thank you. Bye. I'd love to have you inside of Art Friend School where we go deeper into these topics Follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com.